I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. The Battle of New York was the end of the world. This is the new world. I am a soldier's angel through the eyes of a soldier through the... What were you after? The truth. World peace. I'm a soldier's angel. You've got a hundred men at your disposal. And now... A hand-picked team. In a war of words between... Just call us shield. And yes, they're that good. No one walks away from this battle. Hello, howlers, and welcome to another episode of Agents of Shield Cast. I am Colonel Chaos, aka Jim Sella. And joining me tonight, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing, Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. Welcome back, Agent. It's good to be back in the real world. <laughs> in the real world and and a show. We, we've yeah. had a hard, hard time uh, recording episodes lately. We have, but we're here now. <laughs> okay. We're actually planning to do two this week. So, we did not want to combine uh, episode 21 and the season finale. We decided we wanted to do them separately uh, because we still we do have the show post mortem as well. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do 21 tonight, and we have a sh- we have a shitload of news. We do. Where do we want to start? I guess with the news. Yeah, I think we start with the biggest news first. Okay, which is. Agents of Shield cast has been renewed for a fifth season. Yes, we will be back on all games in a regular, regularly scheduled slot on Fridays. Yes, you know we actually were the like the second highest rated show a couple of weeks ago. On did you see that? I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Is that f- what, uh, I, I don't know quite how that happens because obviously, I mean, we don't we we. We don't generally do live shows occasionally, but yeah. not very often. Then, uh, with certain changes that have come up, there'll be basically no chance of us doing a live show. I wouldn't imagine. Um, in fact, no, I don't think it would be possible to do a live show. We like, could. It'll just be weird. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, um, but yeah. So, like, we most shows that tend to be near the top. Of the live shows, so like mm. uh, B Team and Gaming History Zombiecast, it's usually one of those three ends up as the most listened to show on the uh, on the air. But Chillcast uh, was at number two the other week, so thank you for listening. Yeah, if you're if you're listening live, uh, hit us up on uh, on Twitter. That's the best place to get hold of us at Cast of Shield. Let us know that you're listening. Or Facebook, Facebook, or Facebook, yeah. So, um, but yes. Uh, Shield is back for season five, although there's a couple weird things going on. First mm, a couple of, all, of caveats. Yeah, first of all, it's moving to Fridays at nine, mm-hmm. which is fine. I, I mean, I it means I can actually watch it live or almost live, which is nice. Yeah, I mean it. It creates an interesting. Uh... Dilemma for us as well for a cop, but we'll we'll figure that out once it comes back. Um, but yeah, as far as like 
a live show goes like that. I mean, our show airs at what? nine thirty, isn't it? Yeah. On all games, so... No, no, so our we... show airs at 8. At 8, right, okay, so yeah. our show airs before the show airs. Yeah. Which means that, like, it's going to be, like, a, a boot behind, pretty much. Also, although, our show lasts about an hour and a half, so it would be the perfect time for you to listen... Right. ...and then perfect immediately leading. watch you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Perfect leading, yeah. Yeah, that way, that way, you know, you since our shows are about an hour and a half, by the time you finish our show... Uh, the you'll be the DVR will be so far into the show that you can re- go zip right through the commercials and never see a single one of them. <laughs> yep. So, so yes, Fridays at nine. The other thing is, um, they we're not they're not coming back until January. Yeah, re- really weird one that. Um, I, I think we we kind of spoke about this before. Like they might do like a. A kind of half season just to round it out to make it up to 100 episodes and then call it at that. Um, no, they're doing a full like... se- full season, 22 episodes. Oh, have they confirmed that now? Yeah. It's okay, 22 that's... episodes, no breaks. Okay, well, that that's good. Yeah. Um, and and the, the reasoning for, for this is to fit in the Inhuman show, uh, which is going to air before that in the same time slot, uh, I believe, starting in September. Yes, September twenty. It was originally the twenty sixth. I think it got. They moved it to. I originally, I think it was going to be a Tuesday night show, but I'm here. I think there was a blind item, and now I'm trying to pull up September. Of course, um, Friday is the twenty seventh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Friday, September twenty seventh. Um, no. Sorry, 29th, September 29th. Um, so I think it was originally, they were originally doing it uh, at, they, they were going to stick to their 10 o'clock slot. Mm. But from, I I know my wife read some type of blind item thing that, um <laughs> Uh, Marvel actually thought the show was in the Inhumans was so bad, they were trying to like give it away to Netflix or Hulu, and they wouldn't okay. ta- and they wouldn't take it. Mm. Interesting. So, so, so they put it on their own network instead. <laughs> well, this is at well, I guess it's you know after they've seen the first few episodes because you know they're committed now. You know they're in this yeah. thing with IMAX. Um, they were going, yeah, I think they tried to, to sell it to Hulu or Netflix and nobody wanted it. Um, so that's a little interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, certainly from the, uh, there's been like a couple of leaked things from like trailer screen grab and stuff like that. There's no trailer out yet, but mm-hmm. there's been some pictures been put out in the, certainly the costumes and the sets don't look particularly impressive, but until you see them in like in actual action, you can't really judge it. Yeah. I mean, they all look stupid until post. I mean, yeah. shows like this, you know, things get cleaned up. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm staying cautiously optimistic, but uh, <laughs> this this I mean, might I mean, be I... the first Marvel. This might be the big Marvel flop we've been waiting for. It could be. I mean, I can't imagine it looking bad though. I mean, given how given that it's been like put up this as this big IMAX thing. 
Like usually things like that are really polished. You would think. So I mean, I mean, it's got to look good if nothing else. Even if the even if the costumes and the set design are terrible, it's gonna look nice in some regard. Maybe it's gonna look 4K. I don't know. <laughs> that maybe that's the problem. It looks yeah, too too realistic that you can see all the wires and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but it it makes for a lot. It makes for a lot of interesting things. I've kind of avoided speculation on season five of Shield, and we'll talk a little more about that next episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've read some of it. Some of it I'm kind of staying away from, but uh, we'll, we'll have we'll have to get into it at some point. Um, but yeah, we we get another season, and they're already saying this is pretty much the final season. Yeah, so. I, I, which which is fine. I mean, five seasons is is a very yeah. respectable run for for a show. Um, Arrow, I think, should uh, take note. <laughs> I was I was just watching Arrow before uh, we were recording tonight, trying to catch okay, up okay. on that. Um, so yeah, there's. Uh, d- to, to be to be fair to mm. Arrow, it's actually the season's actually gotten quite good. Yeah, yeah, I've been enjoying it. Flash is still my favorite, though. But yeah, <laughs> yep, that uh, pretty amazing episode of Flash this week. And, uh, uh, and I, I, I'm... you know, I, just not to go off too much of a tangent here, but I, I, I did just watch the the latest episode of Flash uh, tonight, and. I thought it was the season finale, and I thought it was an awesome season finale, and then discovered there's another episode next week. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I know there. I don't know which episode of Flash I'm on, but uh, I guess I fell asleep during it, so my wife wife kept it. She goes, "Do you still need to see that episode of Flash?" I said, "I don't know." She goes, "Do you know who Savitar is?" I said, "No." She goes, "Then you need to watch the the, the episode of Flash again." So. Okay, so, uh, so you're you're like one behind then. That was like last episode. Okay, so that so that's where I'm so at. Good. So, all right, uh, back to the Marvel universe. What else do we yes. want to talk about here? Um, okay, so uh, speaking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, Kevin Feige's been speaking a little bit in a couple of interviews this week about the uh, the possibility of potential crossovers with other things happening. Um, and he's basically all he says is that it, it remains a possibility, and that uh, much like in the way with uh, Spider-Man, I, he would be open to the possibility of like other characters that they don't have the rights to coming in. But he, and much in the same way, Spider-Man, he will not talk about it until it's going to happen. I put so, this under in the not news file because it's kind the same of, shit uh, we've been hearing for years. Oh yeah, yeah, but but the only reason I'm, I mention it is because like Spider Man is is a real thing. We've seen him in the MCU now, and it is real. It has happened, and we did say we had speak about this, um, and they did speak about it in these kind of vague terms for several years before it actually happened. So there is definitely, I think there's definitely the possibility that they could get some sort of X Men crossover run, uh, especially like after uh, after Infinity War. And After Infinity this, War, like, how, depends on Gil, Gil, yeah, Gifted does. Mm. Um, crap. Um, I think, you know, can, can do they play nice with each other? 
I think mm-hmm. that you know you got we got to see how that works out. Um, you know, I just want you know and. It, it, well, yeah, it was this show where we discussed uh, the possibility of uh, Disney buying Netflix and then Apple buying Disney? We were we were oh, talking that right, yeah. a few weeks <laughs> ago. Um, you know, Disney Disney has enough money to buy these franchises back if they really wanted them. They, they probably do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know necessarily they would go and just write a blank check for them i mean there's obviously there's there's kind of a a monetary value that they'd be happy to pay probably a few hundred million whereas fox would probably hold out for billions yeah i'm i mean yes they're being held ransom at this point but uh yeah um i mean it would be nice uh you know we until it happens, I see. I'm you know that there's already cracks in the Spider-Man um, armor because mm-hmm. uh, you know they said it's for two movies. They never said anything beyond that, and now they're going full steam ahead with their own Spider-Verse thing, which sucks. You know, okay. yeah. So. You know, Tom yeah. Hardy, one of the news stories this week is Tom Hardy has been confirmed to be Venom in the in uh, Sony's Spider-Verse. Um, we've talked about the Silver Sable movie, the Black Cat movie. Um, you know, these mo- the, these things will be fine. I mean, these will be fine as standalone movies, but they'd be so much better if... They were just in the spider, or in the in the MCU, and there were references to characters. You know, references were allowed, and cameos were allowed, and it. You know, the whole it's all connected thing that never really uh, has happened in Shield. Not to not not to the extent that you and I want, of course, but. Um, yeah. You know, just have having the ability to do that, or you know, because Black Cat, Black Cat doesn't belong in an Avengers movie. I agree. Black Cat mm. could appear in an episode of the Defenders, or yep. you know, team up with Jessica Jones at some point, or battle Jessica Jones for that matter. Um, mm. Same same goes for Silver Sable, but. Uh, you know, so I don't know. I, I the quote unquote partnership, the agreement. We didn't get what we we got what we wanted, but we didn't get what we wanted. We wanted Spider Man back in the MCU. Spider Man is in the MCU for two movies and some cameos. You know, Civil War, Infinity War, etc. But uh, he, you know, he's not permanently here i guess is the best way to put it i mean i mean i just i can't see them taking him back out of the mcu well if, you just stop especially you don't mention well, him anymore making, well possibly yeah but I, I i don't mean in terms of like the the marvel side of it i mean the sony side of it because they've got like spider-man homecoming mm-hmm. and i guarantee you as soon as they see the returns that that gets because like, that's going to be a massive movie, and I, I can't—I don't think they would have cast such a young actor if they didn't plan for it to be 
like an ongoing franchise. This is this is a franchise that they've probably got ten years worth of plans in it for this particular Spider Man. That's why they've cast him so young. Because I mean, if they just wanted Spider Man cameo in the MCU, you could easily just cast an older actor and chuck him in anywhere. It would be fine. But given the fact that they've cast such a young person, they want to see the whole Spider Man arc go from like the young goofy kid to go mm-hmm. to become like the Peter Parker that we know from the comic books, the the scientist and all that. So, uh, and it will be really interesting to see him develop that over the next 10 years um but yeah this whole thing with uh this venom movie so the venom movie is scheduled to release in uh october 2018 yeah which is not far away like holy shit that's gonna come out way before infinity war uh in fact no 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 after infinity war War. sorry after infinity war um by which time we've no idea what the shape of the mcu is gonna look like because infinity war is likely to change everything we know about the mcu mm. i don't know how or i mean we could speculate and it could go so many different ways that it, it's it's kind of not worth speculating about just yet until we see any trails and stuff but um but yeah for now they've said that this spider-man verse is sony's marvel universe and not the mcu so this venom is not in the mcu which means that it's unlikely that we'll see tom holland show up here which is very strange to build a, a Marvel universe separate from the MCU based on Spider-Man characters without Spider-Man. What the fuck? <laughs> very yeah, that's that's why I'm just, you know, will I see the movie? I don't. I I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. I've never. I've only seen two of the X-Men movies. That mm. just. Never got never got out to see them when they were in the theater, and usually I don't sit home and watch movies on DVD. Although I think I own all of them, um, mm. just it's it's just not you know it's, it's just not something I've done. So um, and part of, I, you know obviously if the X Men or Sp- Spider Man even the Spider Man movies I haven't seen many of them uh, because they're not connected. J- there was just never that extra. Uh, incentive to go see them because they're not part of uh, the Marvel storyline. Yep. So I, I, you know, I, I have seen pretty much all of them, but as far as like going to the cinema to see them, I, I was never that bothered about about that, especially after the MCU started. Um, and and I've always like gone to the cinema to see the MCU movies because it's a big kind of tempo thing and. Mm-hmm. Just some other Spider-Man movie coming out. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll watch it when it comes to DVD or Blu-ray. But, uh, but yeah, now with this one coming out in the MCU, then it's like a, a must go and see. Yeah. So I, th- I think Sony will see the bump from that and, and continue on with this. And hopefully, hopefully Infinity War clears up all of this nonsense and we get a, a com- some kind of combined universe of everything. Even if it's in the same vein as like the, the way that... Uh, the way they do it in Flash, so like in, in the Flash TV show, the way they talk about the multiverse, mm-hmm. and there's, there's like the different arts, and we know that the uh, the the, the Arrowverse is one off basically, and then the DC cinematic universe is another off basically. Right, and then Supergirl is in her own universe. Exactly, yeah. And but apparently, over, yeah. 
and apparently Black Lightning is go- not go- is not going to be in the Arrowverse. Okay. They did so announce Black Lightning as a mid-season replacement, I guess. Okay. So, so I mean, like, if they, if they do it something like that, then I, I can, I'm kind of okay with that. Where it's like, it is all connected, but it's just even looser than like what Shield is connected to mm-hmm. the uh, the the movies. So I'm okay. I'm okay with that. That's all right. So, all right. Uh, what other news did we want to bring up? It's been a while. Um. I mean, we had new synopsis for Thor, Black Panther, and Infinite War, but again, until until the new trailers are out for these, it's not a massive. There's nothing really new in it or worth discussing. And nothing like for the Thor one. There's nothing that we haven't already seen in the trailer. Uh, I did see Guardians, Chip. Oh, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's so three weeks ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, oh, I did see it, like, what, I don't know, weekend weekend before this, last weekend? Yeah, last weekend, went, went to see it with my, my dad and, uh, and the wee one. Uh, I thought it was good. Well, very good, actually. Uh, not as good as the first movie, though, for me. But still, definitely go and see it. Yeah, um, we'll do a spoiler Obviously, cast in a yeah. week or two. Um, uh, but I... Well, just d- compared to the first one, better or worse, or the same? I I think it was slightly worse, but but only only a little bit. Like it was still a really good movie. Yeah, and I'm I I I put it that I thought the first one was better, but only by the slightest of margins. I've now seen it twice. Okay. I'll probably go see it a third time before our uh, spoiler cast. But uh, it was... It, it, they did a great job. Uh, it was better than I thought it would be because I was, I was, I'm always afraid that they're, this is going to be the one where they fuck it up, you know? How, mm. <laughs> uh, are you, you going to be able to top the first one? Well, no, you didn't. But you didn't make a bad movie either. It was a great, great movie. It just wasn't as good as the first one. And mm-hmm. I think that had to do more with the fact that um, the first one was such a surprise that uh, and so well done that you really couldn't top it. Uh, and, you know, it was the origin story and it just did such a great job. This one, you know, the team's already been put together. Maybe you're adding in some members. Uh, you're uh, you're filling out some of the missing. You know, you're you're filling in their backstory along the way. But at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't the the spectacle that the first one was. Yeah, I, I do kind of agree. And that's not to say that this movie doesn't have a lot of spectacle in it. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's a yeah. visual feast for the eyes. Yes, 100%. And there are so many Easter eggs in this movie. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. And references and things that uh, I, I am looking forward to. And hooks to the rest of the universe. And yes, we have some great cameos along the way. Um, 
So I just, you know, it was just, um, like I said, I just felt the first one was slightly better. Yep, totally agree. Um, speaking of the, uh, the the cameos and uh, references and whatnot, I'm not going to spoil any of them that are in the movie, but I just want to mention one that was being cut from the movie. That would be Nathan Fillion? Yes, uh, Nathan Fillion's cameo was cut from the movie, and uh, but James Gunn's actually uh, promised to basically post the the cameo on uh, on his I think it's on his Facebook page, um, and the, what the cameo is is uh, basically Nathan Fillion he uh, he James Gunn has done him up as uh, as playing Simon Williams Wonder Man uh, as who's Wonder Man. Um, but just the Simon Williams version, not 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 the Wonder Man and his Wonder Man costume or anything like that. And he'd had him in a scene, um, not not doing any acting in the scene, but having him on posters in the background of a scene mm-hmm. that was set on Earth. I think it was there was one where there was some explosions on on Earth at one point, um, and they would have these movie movie posters in the background, um, and it was a Simon Williams film festival, I believe it was, uh, and they've showed off he's showed off one of them so far, which was. Uh, Simon Williams playing Tony Stark in a Steve Jobs style biopic movie. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Which was cool, and it, it was another poster of it was another like set picture of him showing, and he was like dressed up like sort of Conan the Barbarian type <laughs> costume. So I'll be interested to see the rest of these uh, movie posters that appear, but uh, obviously don't look for these in the movie because they're they're not actually in there. Uh, this was a, a cut cameo, but it does open the future, the possibility for these to, for him to pop in as Simon Williams mm-hmm. in a future movie potentially, which I think that would be a great fit as well. With what? Uh, the... well, well, for for Nathan Fillion to oh, play yeah. Simon Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. that's that, that's that's perfect. But I yep. mean, where do you put him? Do you put him on the Avengers? Do you put him on the New Guardians? Mm, I mean, he's enough. Earth-based, can't be Guardians. Yeah, but he's kind of cosmic, too. He's cosmic-ish, but, I mean, he is a, he's a film star. Mm. So, like, I don't see the Guardians, like, sitting watching movies, do you? No, but, I, I mean, I'm just used to, uh, you know, because his body is basically, what is it, some type of ionic energy or something. Something um, like that, yeah. Uh, you know, yes, he hung with the Avengers and the West Coast Avengers, but I think he eventually went cosmic. And you could see him, uh, you know, especially these days. I mean, if you look at the Guardians in the comic books, I think the Thing is still a member. <laughs> okay, yep. So, I mean, you know, going with the Earth-based thing, yeah. But I was never a big Wonder Man fan. I always thought he was kind of a douche. Yeah, he was, but it's still an interesting character to it's, have him there. It's an interesting character, but, you know, so where are you going to put him? You know, I don't want a Wonder Man movie. I don't want a Wonder Man solo movie. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd have to be he's part of the Avengers, I think. It's kind of the only way it works, isn't it? So. Um, Tim Hernandez has put up a ton of stuff lately. We're not going to get to a lot of it ton- tonight because, well, we can use it for filler for the summer. But, <laughs> um, you know, like characters we want to see in the Guardians 3 and, uh, mm. you know, the fact that uh, the third film will probably be the last with the current lineup of Guardians. 
mm-hmm. and that yep. they'll probably be uh, moving on, which, you know, hey, depends on, I guess it depends on who you bring back and uh, who you get rid of. Yeah. yeah, there's been, you know, there's talk of maybe Rocket and Groot getting their own movie. I'd be down with that. Uh, I, I don't know about that. Like, without the Guardians as well, I don't know if that works as well. Well, I'd honest, I mean, while I love Groot, a, you know, Groot and, uh, a Groot and Rocket buddy movie... The conversation's a little too one-sided. But, yeah. You know, although a, a Rocket movie, mm. a Rocket solo but, movie would be good. But when you say that, but then you've got maybe like Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. Where you've got one overly talkative uh, person and one incredibly silent partner. Mm-hmm. It I guess you a, could pull it, it off. For a good movie there, so you get you can. It's been done before. You just have to get Kevin Smith to, to, to direct it, and it'll be mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I'm sure he would be down for that. So, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they. I, I really don't want to talk about Guardians three because we really haven't gotten a chance to talk about Guardians two yet. Yeah, no, we, we'll talk about that yeah. when we talk about Guardians two. I think. So, um, and we're obviously we're not talking about the uh, finale yet. Oh, we'll do. No, we'll, we'll see about next. Yeah, we'll we'll do some we'll do some news next episode. Uh, we do know uh, Luke Cage that Shades will be back uh, in season two. Yep. And I guess Mike Coulter confirmed that Madame Gao is coming back as well. I don't know if that's in Defenders or. Let me see if I can pull it up here. She's probably going to be in Defenders. Yeah, she's got to be in Defenders. She doesn't yeah. belong in. She wasn't in. Um... No, I can't pull up the link. Um... She was in Iron Fist. Yeah, she was in Iron Fist, but she wasn't in Luke Cage. No, she wasn't. So, all right, all right. Shall we get on to the sh- the episode? Yes, <laughs> let's go on to the episode. All right. Okay, so this is season four, episode twenty-one of Agents of Shield, which is called "The Return." So this picks up immediately where we left off from last episode. Uh, we're back in the real world now, thankfully. <laughs> As I've been asking for for weeks. <laughs> uh, but we're actually back with the, the interesting cast in the real world now. Um, so in the real world at the oil platform base, we see two of the superiors reading the Darkhold, as they do, just chilling, reading a book. Uh, Darkhold and chill, if you will. Uh, there are, uh, there's, and they do mention that there's a couple of funny passages in there. <laughs> so I wanted them to read them, to like, see what it is that's funny about this book that, like, is blowing people's minds open, really. But they, they didn't elaborate. Um, one of them, uh, one of them sees the the scene we saw from last week with uh, Ada teleporting Fitz away, and we then see Coulson and May discussing that they feel like they've lived two lives. So the 
what they experienced in the framework felt very much real to them and even mm-hmm. like when they're thinking back on it now still feels very much real to them now even though they know it was fake which is kind of an interesting sort of dilemma for them and even more of an interesting dilemma when you consider like what Fitz has been through in the framework yes and 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 for Mac as well, and we can see that with him still being in the framework that he's uh, very much living a, a real life as as he sees it. He's hardcore. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, the, the superior then makes himself known at this point, and uh, May asks who he is, uh, and Coulson says, "Oh, you've missed a lot, but the uh, the quick version is you can go ahead and shoot him." <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. And, and she's just like, "Bang, bang, bang." shoots him um it was kind of like blind faith from from me though mm-hmm. she's just like okay i'll just shoot this random guy that i've never seen before Coulson. no problem even though you could potentially be a robot i could be a robot like who knows who's a robot or anything it's, it's kind and of she, very crossing over knows, in a very different situation she knows who to i mean she, she trusts uh Coulson implicitly mm-hmm. he has been her superior and you're she has been trained. Your superior tells you to points at something and says, "Shoot, you shoot." Uh, yes, but do you remember the time when, before, when she had to call and call Fury, and there was the whole thing of like, like way back in season one, mm. she had to tell on tell on Coulson. So she hasn't always trusted him one hundred percent. Well, that was different. That was when he was uh, kind of goofy. <laughs> and writing uh you know and even well he 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 was he she was monitoring him for a reason yeah. because he was uh you know writing hieroglyphics and yeah on the alien hieroglyphics on the wall that's right and he didn't even trust himself true true um but yeah so the but yeah the superior's immune to uh, the bullets anyway because he's an LMD. Uh, I don't think... Uh, yeah, Coulson didn't know this, obviously. No. <laughs> uh, the Superior ends up uh, fighting them both and uh, ends up pinning Coulson uh, against a table, I think it is, with, uh, with a gun to his head. Um, and he says, yeah, you are nothing without a shield to hide behind. And uh, Coulson says, oh, that's not all they're good for. And uh, he activates his... Uh, his magical shield that comes from his arm mm-hmm. and it slices the superior's face off. This is awesome. I was watching was this again cool. this afternoon yeah. saying, yeah. It's very unexpected yeah. as well. And uh, you, you, it's cool that they introduced like the LMDs so they can do things like this, like mm-hmm. chop heads off and like faces and everything. Um, obviously you wouldn't be able to get away with this if it was a real person. So they very clearly aligned these these guys as robots and like Ada and as a robot so that there's a clear distinction with like yeah we can just kill these people willy nilly and there's no like no remorse needed to be felt because it's not real it's a fake thing especially because there's like several of these superiors kicking about now (laughs) now um, over on the Zephyr the rest of the team is under attack and their weapons are down because they've they had to reroute all their power to the, the framework support um, and at the uh, at the base, May asks Coulson about her uh, decoy, which uh, is a bit awkward. Coulson is very evasive on that one, uh, and she kind of 
she kind of berates him for not spotting that it was a fake straight away. And he, he does say, oh, you can be kind of robotic sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is both insulting and also kind of she, she was a little put out by that comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Coulson does catch her up on like what happened with uh, Ghost Rider, though. Which I think is just as much a reminder for me as as for us, because because of all this LMD stuff, we'd kind of forgotten that that's what they'd been dealing with just before all this happened. And mm-hmm. um, we do see that Mac is still plugged into the framework, so and and they can't just like pl- unplug him because he he'll basically they said they would die if they just unplug him. Um, so they need to somehow manage to take control of the base despite the fact that they are heavily outnumbered. Now, on the on the plane, Daisy, Yo-Yo, and Simmons manage to reroute some of the power on the plane to the weapons, just in time to uh, allow Piper to shoot a plane right before it was about to hit them. Now, this is one of the su- other superiors was uh, essentially about to crash his plane straight into the, the Zephyr to take them out, because uh, he's an LMD. He does not care. He, if, he, if this body blows up, eh, it's irrelevant to him. He's got many more. True. Yeah, it was like, uh, uh, I, I found that kind of amusing when I saw it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes sense. He can just, he he's just everywhere. Yeah, it makes you wonder why you even bothered to try and shoot them in the first place. Why didn't you just go and crash straight into them? Yeah. <laughs> like, his plan was a little bit flawed. He obviously was trying to and was like, uh, this isn't working so well. I'll just maybe it maybe it causes maybe it doesn't cause him pain, but maybe it causes him like effort to like make a new body or something. I don't know. Could be. Um, uh, we then see that uh, Ada and Fitz are on a beach somewhere, as you do, just chilling on the beach, uh, and she, she is uh, she's basically having actual feelings for the first time. Um, she's standing in the in the sea, letting the the waves rush over her feet, and, and just basking in the glow of the sun and all this. Um, she's kind of like, it's kind of like she's like a newborn baby, like experiencing everything for the first mm-hmm. time all at once. Yeah, pretty overwhelming for that sort of thing. To be honest, I would I would say. Um, she also claims that she was a slave in the framework, basically a slave to the rules that Radcliffe had confined her to, and she also says that the. Uh, only changes she made to Fitz was the change she made with his father, uh, and uh, the change that she made with herself, like introducing herself to him on his first day of class. Uh, and she then says that now, like she's now she's like broken free of her uh, limitations. Effectively, she's created herself like a pretty much real body, and she has free will and whatnot. And she chooses him. Leopold, I choose you. He's her Pokemon. <laughs> oh, he do- I think she does want him to poke her, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I gotta say, I, I don't know her. I'm I'm horrible with names, as we know, but whoever played Ada really had, first of all, an incredible opportunity and really did an incredible job with the role because... She's been Ada. She's been Ophelia. She's been the girl Agnes. in Aus- Agnes. She's been Madame Hydra. And all of these characters, 
not only um, have they, you know, had different uh, personalities, but they all have had a slight, they all look very different to an extent. Yeah, I totally agree. For for them, like, being played by the same actress, yeah. they, they've managed to differentiate them so much. And like I say, not just in terms of the, the actual character, the the look and the facial expressions mm. and the mannerisms and stuff like that are all totally different for everyone, which is uh, very impressive. It's like if if you had if you were creating an acting resume to mm. try to get a job, that like this is the best way you could possibly do it. So I mean, for uh, it sets her up really well for future roles. She could play any one of these type of characters at the drop of a hat, no problem. Really like good actress. Um, it's interesting as well, like the sort of way that we've seen it develop from being like this flat, deadpan android to now being like a full-fledged emotional person. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it, she was, like you said, at the beginning of the season, uh, very much a robot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with robot mannerisms. And she slowly started to develop a dark side. And, you know, some of the things she would question, you know, you know, because logic, you know, uh, the difference between logic and morals, uh, she didn't understand. And Radcliffe Mm -hmm. had to explain, no, we, you just don't kill them. Um, but why not? That would solve the problem. Uh, and then, uh, to becoming, uh, Madam Hydra, you know, a uh, a renegade robot to becoming Madam Hydra, and you know, being the leader of Hydra, being Fitz's uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, and you know, doing the whole Pinocchio thing to want to become a real girl, to where she becomes the real girl, and at this point, it's is she bad or is she good? Yeah, it's very difficult to tell, and I mean, it's kind of, she's got a choice at this point. Like, before she was just acting on her programming, and now, like she says, she's got free will. So, we'll we'll continue this as we go along, Mm. (laughs) because there's definitely more to be said there about that. Um, So, you know, back on the Zephyr, uh, Yo-Yo is mad that Daisy didn't bring Mac back, like she promised she would. Uh she says that Daisy should have uh, broken his legs and kicked him through the exit because it's just a video game. It's not just a video game, Yo-Yo. It's life. <laughs> you can't just stop. <laughs> She's never played Destiny. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Daisy does uh, does explain about Hope being in the framework and uh, and about Mac not remembering her in there as well. And And... Yo-Yo kind of understands like why Mac has uh, chosen to stay in there because she knows about Hope because we know that Mac told her about it uh, a few episodes ago. Now, me and Coulson uh, have a look around the room that they're basically stuck in, hiding from other uh, superior robot things. Uh, they have uh, they do have some saline, some B12, and some epinephrine. And uh, May wants to use the epinephrine to fight some Terminators. She she does mention that she would be they do mention that she'd be useless after it because she would basically collapse. Um, but 
Coulson could give her mouth to mouth. Just the look on the look on his face here is like, oh, <laughs> it's like a she knows sort of look. <laughs> and then she does again inquire about her uh, doppelganger in here, and she asks, uh, she asks Coulson here if uh, if she like her doppelganger tried to put the moves on him, and he's like, whatever. She tried to kill me. Yep, that's just, that's what happened. <laughs> Which is very funny. Just watching Coulson squirm and this was mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, now, back on the plane, uh, Piper shows Simmons and Daisy some footage of Talbot basically declaring all of the uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team as terrorists. Um, hence why they couldn't refuel the plane. And now, this is obviously because when Talbot got to the S.H.I.E.L.D. base, it had been quaked, essentially. If you remember way back, now, yep. it seems like such a long time ago before they ever went into the framework, there was the Colson robot and and whatnot kicking about. Well, and May May blew up the base. Yeah, they they had to blow up the base to yeah. to destroy the robots that were kicking about. So, uh, and we also do find out that Macy's body had been found uh, washed up somewhere as well. Yes, that that was so, odd. Yeah, so his body's been ejected from whatever it was, and it's washed. It happens to have been found washed up on a beach, I believe it was. Uh, we then see that Ada has made a home for her and Fitz to decorate together. Not creepy at all. <laughs> like, yeah, I know we've only just met in this real world, and I've only just been born, but hey, let's make a home together and decorate it, and, and we're now a couple. Like, what? It's a lot to process. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, in the in the framework, they had been a couple for a long time. Yes, they were, and and she says that she wants to experience the ecstasy that he felt each time. Mm. Obviously, referring to all the times that he must have banged her in the framework, <laughs> and just a look on his face here is like, oh, that incredibly awkward. <laughs> um, and we do see that uh, Fitz manages to. Uh, get out of her that she because she's now like it's this for all intents and purposes a real person um she now has different feelings and she's come to terms with them and whatnot and she now has uh, the feeling of empathy for one um she's also she'd also promised to make the people on her list happy um and now happy is obviously very relative as we know it and she that was what her programming was and that's why she put them in the framework to and removed essentially each member of the team's greatest regret, um, including Radcliffe, Agnes, and all the S.H.I.E.L.D. team that we've discussed over the last mm-hmm. few weeks of them being in, in the framework, and, and that's now kind of falling apart. But she did also promise the superior, and what he wanted was basically to have free will, or have his free will back at least. Um, and now Fitz is obviously concerned for the guys at the base where the superior is because the superior is now not held back by uh, by the programming commands because Ada's, by setting herself free, has also set him free. So he's now able to do what he wants and couldn't kill the team if he wants. Correct. So now over at the... Over at the shield base... Over at the... Sorry, not the shield base. Over at the uh, oil rig base, we see May and Coulson fighting two superiors. Um, me obviously having taken the epinephrine and kind of <laughs> it, it's, it's like hilarious like, yeah it's she's like, like she's, she's like piggybacking him or something just pounding on him <laughs> yeah 
it was it was a funny little scene. Yeah. Um, Coulson electrocutes one of them and me bashes the other the other one's head in with a hammer, as you do. Uh, did you kind of Coulson and me do question like why they didn't just flood flood the place to kill them if they wanted to kill them? Um, but we then realised that they were basically just stalling, uh, which was allowing the other superiors to remove something from the base. Uh, these other speeders then leave in their submarine and shoot torpedoes at the base in order to destroy it. Uh, Meanwhile, Fitz convinces Ada to do the right thing and that for her to be loved, uh, she needs to be able to show empathy and compassion and whatnot. Um, so she teleports in, and I believe this is into the submarine, uh, and she tells the superior to call off his dogs and... She well, she no longer controls him as we know. So nope, he he's doing what he wants and whatever makes him happy. And this is going to make him happy, destroying this oil rig with uh, the shield guys on board. Uh, he also does mention that she's an infant, unable to control her emotions, and she kind of like pins him up against the wall here and gets a bit mad. Uh, and and he mentions that his body is designed only for killing. Uh, and he says, do what you want to it. His head is in control. And obviously we know his head is in a little jar somewhere mm-hmm. controlling all these other bodies. I thought it was an interesting choice of, choice of words that he used, that his body is designed only for killing. Uh, and I think that definitely plays into your theory of him potentially being MODOK. Yes. He's MODOK. He's definitely MODOK. I, so yeah, I think I think you're probably right with that one. Because I don't think they would have used that particular uh, wording if he was not. Because, I mean, MODOK is, what? Mechanicals. Organism. It's organism designed yeah. only for killing, something like that. Yeah. I think they've, cha- they've changed it, like, a number of times over the years, but it's something along those lines. Designed only for killing bit is the the bit that always stays true. So so I think that's a definite nod towards him being MODOK. Uh, so Ada then teleports back to Fitz and okay. grabs him and teleports away. Here it is. Mm-hmm. It's either mental, mobile, or mechanized organism designed only for killing. Mm. So. So, yeah, designed only for killing. Yeah. That is 100% a MODOK reference. Uh, so, yeah, Ada teleports back to Fitz and grabs him and then teleports back out straight away. Uh, Coulson and May leave the leave the base and they they do manage to get to the, the, sort of the top of the oil rig just as it's uh, exploding out underneath them from the torpedoes that the superior had shot at it. Uh, Daisy and Yo-Yo arrive at this point and bring the containment module down to rescue them. Yo-Yo obviously realises that Mac is not with them and wants to go in to the the base to try to save Mac. But, well, the lift shaft that they just came up in is it, it all exploded and the stairs are gone and there's basically no way down, but she still wants to try to get down. Uh, however, on the, the Zephyr, we see that Ada teleports herself Fitz and Mac, along with a shitload of water, uh, onto the plane. So she did the right thing, and uh, as as Fitz had uh, asked her to do, teleported them to safety onto the uh, the, the Zephyr. Uh, Fitz is uh, Fitz is proud of her and looks like really happy, and she yeah she also feels like elated, basically the good feeling mm-hmm. that she gets for doing something good. Um, which, which was a nice moment, and you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe she could become a member of the... Nope, 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 nothing like that, Simon Schutzer. 
So yeah, this moment is very short-lived uh, because Simmons just ices them both, taking them out. And, you know, hey, she doesn't know what, what side they're on yet. Yep, absolutely. I mean, she doesn't know what Fitz it is. Has Fitz been able to come back to being himself when he came out of the framework, or is uh, he still under Ada's like, sway? Is he still the bad Fitz from the framework? We don't know. Well, we, we know. Simmons doesn't. Uh, so the uh, the Zephyr then returns to the shield base, which is basically in ruins at this point. Uh, the containment room is still usable, however, so the place fits an area in there for the time being. Uh, Yo-Yo, a.k.a. Sweeney Todd, wants to chop <laughs> off Ada's head again. <laughs> uh, but the, the rest of the team is kind of of the belief that now she's actually quote-unquote real, uh, they, sh- they shouldn't kill her. She's which is a real fair. girl. She's a real girl, you can't kill her. Her, her nose doesn't grow anymore. Um, so they also mention in Amongst Us that they, the framework wasn't like a dream that they woke up from, it was like a life that they woke up from, and it felt just as real as the, uh, as the real world, everything that happened to them. Um, and Simmons is basically afraid here that Fitz might still be in love with Ada. Um, we, and we then get a bit of a scene here between Fitz and Ada, where uh, Fitz thanks her for uh, saving Mac, which she says was the best moment of her life, given the fact that her life is about 10 minutes old. <laughs> like <laughs> she's, had, she's had a strange life so far. <laughs> hey, you know, you take what you get, I guess, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, She doesn't have much to base it on so far. It's been pretty cool yeah pretty cool <laughs> um fitz does mention as well that he's struggling with who he is now um because in the framework he was basically just like ward was in the in the real world uh his sort of overbearing father figure had uh sort of quote, pushed him down a path and he is which is very different from the path he is, was on in real life um and very kind of parallel to what ward went through in real life so he kind of feels like he was the ward of that world, which is interesting because the ward was, like, the ward of that world was kind of like the Fitz of this world. Not quite as smart as, as our Fitz, but interesting anyway. Uh, Fitz does say that his future with Simmons is dead and that there isn't room in his heart for two people. Uh, he also says that Ada was everything to him in the framework and she understands that his love will never fade and he says that there's only room in his heart for Simmons. What? Oh yeah. What? This, 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 this. <laughs> Just the 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 once again her entire uh aura, demeanor, her face, everything changes. It it, it was it was so awesome cuz she's been like she's been like the support of like girlfriend almost here where she's like yeah i know you're going through a tough time blah 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 oh it'll be fine we'll work it out we'll work it out uh and then when he's like oh this, i don't love you i love this other girl she's like what the fuck what did you say what about ada uh and then she just kind of screams in his face no <laughs> and uh and he's and he's like, oh, remember how we felt when we were uh, helping people yeah, earlier? Remember, remember the happy thoughts from five minutes ago? Let's go yeah. back to those. Yeah, 
you know the best moment of your life like when you saved Matt please no um she's like no we're gonna build a life together whether you want to or not <laughs> which is kidnapping and and and, and all sorts of uh, <laughs> badness uh and she tries to teleport them away but can't because the containment room obviously doesn't allow you to teleport out of it you're stuck in there um Fitz then gets extracted by Piper and the other shield red shots as Ada, Ada then reveals that she also has Lincoln's pearls as well as Gordon's teleporting pearls. Yay! <laughs> Super powerful, inhuman, crazy robot. Crazy oh, bitch. Crazy, used to be robot lady. Not a, not a good thing to have. Uh, this time, poss- possibly the worst timing ever. Talbot and his team shows up. <laughs> And accuses Coulson and his team of being robots. Just perfect timing from Talbot, as always. <laughs> uh, Coulson brings him up to speed uh, on exactly what's happened. He seems to be completely truthful with him about everything that's gone down. But Talbot doesn't seem to believe it. Because <laughs> it does seem a bit far-fetched. <laughs> Do you expect me to believe that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, Ada attacks Talbot's uh, guys and then kills one of the shield's uh, red shots. Uh, the agent Davis, who I believe was the pilot of the, the Zephyr, mm-hmm. uh, shoots her a bunch of times as Fitz and Piper raise the containment module back into the Zephyr. Uh, and obviously, Davis thinks that this is killing her, which it's not because it's yeah, she's been shot and she's experienced the pain and all that, but she has inhuman powers, so like she's outfitted herself so that she can't be killed, the same as the LMDs were, which is interesting. Because I mean, are you really human if you can't die? That's the question. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but good point. Um, but yeah, so uh, Fitz urges May to take off because Ada can't be stopped, and May. Does uh, does go okay? Fuck, let's get over here. Uh, Talbot and his goons, however, decide to not leave with the shield team, and they decide to stay on the base in order to examine it for threats and bodies. Uh, now, during all this ruckus, Yo-Yo has been conspicuously absent because mm-hmm. she has gone and inserted herself into the framework to try and rescue Mac. Thanks for your help during that, Yo-Yo. We could actually really use you there to catch Ada. With your like speediness, but yeah, selfishness. Um, and uh, Ada then returns to the uh, to the superior, and she is heartbroken. <laughs> she she says, "To be human is to suffer." <laughs> uh, the superior offers to help her feel something else. <laughs> <laughs> feel his superior nature all over her. Um. Uh, which is what I thought he meant, but uh, he does say that he's got a plan, basically, to build a world where inhumans are hunted. Essentially, the same world that they had in the framework. Like, why don't we just create that here? Like, it's probably not too far off. They, if they create the right chain of events, they could quite mm-hmm. easily make that happen. Um, and she says that she wants S.H.I.E.L.D. to suffer. And uh, and he and tells him to make her feel something else. Uh, she she then like rips off his shirt and kisses him and then like slams him to the ground and then kills him, <laughs> which was which was pretty uh, hilarious. 
Yeah, it wasn't what you expected. You expected the crazy, passionate uh, sex scene. No. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she just bra- she just starts banging his head into the wall. Yeah, not 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 into the the headboard, you know, like a normal couple. No, she's banging it. Banging his head into the wall, and then she takes his head and starts smashing it. I was like, "Holy shit!" This is just one batshit crazy girlfriend. Absolutely. Um, So another superior appears at this point and says, "All better now. (laughs) Now that you've got that out of your system, like let's do something constructive, like." Build this crazy world that you, you seem to want to have so badly. Uh, we then see Talbot's team leaving the shield base, having lost three men. Uh, and just as they're leaving, Ghost Rider returns through the portal thing that we that we saw him go through that we saw him go through before. In fact, I don't know it was him that no no it was the same portal that Colson and the guys came back through when they mm. were like the ghosty people. Right, uh, Ghost Rider comes through that portal. And, and now, in the after credits, we see Yo-Yo awaken in the framework, strapped to a sort of medical-style chair bed thing in a burning hospital-type environment. Uh, and obviously, she's like, I've made a big mistake here, and starts screaming. You think? Yeah. <laughs> and that was the uh, the end of the episode. Good episode. Yeah, um... On so many levels. I mean, A, you're taking the story to where it needs to go for for the final battle. But, I mean, just the evolution of Ada in 50 minutes was incredible. Mm. I mean, uh, I, 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 just lo- I just loved... I mean, I loved the character be- to begin with. I thought that she's been fantastic all season. But j- you're just thinking about it. It's like, this... This woman had to play three, four different characters, sometimes in the same episode. Yep, really, really well done. I mean, it's probably far beyond any of the acting that we've seen <laughs> in the show from any of the other actors. I mean, we've, still, we've seen Grant Ward do it, but that was over, like, play, say, three essentially yeah. different characters. But that was over the course of, what, four seasons, basically. Yep. So... <laughs> For her to do it in the space of essentially one season or essentially half a season here uh, is really quite impressive. So uh, hats off to, to to this lady as an actress. That some job. So, um, and then yeah, I mean it's it's set up an interesting story. Um, yeah, we've obviously we've seen the finale. We're not talking about it tonight. Kind of feel the ghostwriter thing's a bit forced. Yeah, but I think they had to bring him back to kind of close that loop with the, the dark hole because he was all involved with mm. that and whatnot. So I, it made it made sense. And I mean, we we always knew that Ghost Rider would be back, and mm. uh, and and like we, we did always speculate back way back when uh, that the finale would be Ghost Rider versus Ghost Rider, and and we will discuss next week whether or not that was or later in the week whether or not that was the case. True. So, but do uh, you have any other thoughts on it? Um, no, I, I was going to say something more about the about the framework, but like we've still got an episode next week, so I'll, I'll leave it for next week. 
Okay. But but yeah, like this episode was was really great. Uh, I, I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Um, and it was it was cool after like the cliffhanger last week of like Fitz being dragged away, and I thought that was gonna be a whole thing. But I liked the way that Fitz kind of talked Aid around and got him, albeit briefly, onto like the shield side. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw like a glimpse of like that she could have been a p- potentially like an amazing superhero. Mm-hmm. Like imagine having her on your side as like a superhero. That would be incredible. You've got the combined powers of God and, and Lincoln plus like she's practically invincible. Like you're going to be able to solve all the, all the problems that she has just with her. No problem. You could make a show just about her. Yeah, um, I, do, do you think she's based on a Marvel character? Mm, no, I think this is a... Well, I mean, we know she was like Madame Hydra in the, in the framework, mm. which is obviously a Marvel yeah. character, but uh, the the this version of, of the character, uh, no, I think this is a, really a creation just for the, for the show. No, because I mean, we, we, we thought she might be Jocasta at one point, mm. or, you know... We, you know, we were, we had talked about possible uh, Marvel. Uh, who, who, who does she correlate to in the Marvel universe? Yeah, and uh, we hadn't really come up with decided on anybody. Mm-hmm. But so, um, but yeah, it's this this storyline just took a lot of great turns. Um, I, I, I mean, and watch, thinking back to when we started with the Ghost Rider thing, and Ada as, you know, a an android, an LMD uh, servant, to where we, sh- you know, back in September, to where we are now in May, it's like, holy shit. And it all makes sense. Yep, it all, it all completely makes sense. It's interesting to see, like, the, the role reversal sort of thing going on here as well, where she went from like the assistant to the the quote unquote evil doctor to then become the the evil leader person the big um, bad of the season yeah and with the superior who is like who was sort of like a big bad albeit briefly for him to then go to that servant levels for so that sort of swapper in there is quite interesting to see as well yeah and i i really hope that they do more with uh I, I think the superior uh being Modoc and you know, somehow uh kept alive in the the cinematic universe uh is something that, yeah, they, they they kill all the villains. You know, there's no there's no villain that survives in the Marvel universe. Well, we don't know about these villains yet. We we need to wait until yeah. the next episode to to confirm or deny that. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. No, no, But I mean, because I I was reading an article on something uh, MCU today, and it's like one of the problems is you know by the at the end of the movies, you other than Loki, most of them die. Uh, that's not quite true. Um, you've got uh, Zemo. Zemo didn't die. Zemo's dead. Civil War. Oh no, Zemo. Die. Okay. Uh, the one in uh. Ultron. Who was that? That wasn't Zemo. That uh, was Ultron. 
No, 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 no. Strucker, sorry. Strucker. Ultron's not dead. He's an AI, so he'll... I mean, he could... They could just go, oh, Ultron's back. Right. Like he was okay. embedded in code, it was, blah, blah, blah. It was a generality. You know, I was talking in general. I mean, all the all the villains from, you know, uh, Red Skull is quote-unquote dead. You know, mm. quote-unquote dead. Um, all the Iron Man villains have died. Uh, Justin Hammer is in jail. Mandarin he, is in, is, was in well, jail and got well, broken out. But he's not. he wasn't even a villain, really. But, you know, I mean, if oh. you read the article, a lot of the good villains from the movies don't make it uh, don't make it out of the movie. So and this was part of, the, you know, are they going to bring all these characters back in Infinity War with the reality and the soul gems that this is where I was going with this? Because oh, they, most they 100 percent. So most most of the villains uh, don't. You know, uh, uh, it's it's a it's a death sentence. So mm. it'll be interesting to see what they do because yes, I, these are two great characters, yep. and done by two great actors. And you know, Modok has been a part of the Marvel universe since I think the '60s. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But uh, you know, we kind of touched on the Twitters earlier. I'm trying to see if there were any that were since it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. A lot of I think we'll do the twitters next uh, with the next episode because we won't. We, yeah, because we won't yeah, have there news. Was a lot of them for yeah, and there was a lot of them that were talking about the season finale and the mm-hmm. season as a as a whole of one, which we'll we'll get into more next week. So, or next episode. All right, all right, uh, Andy. When you're not trying to be a real girl, where can people find you? <laughs> you can try to. You can find me trying to convince Ali to turn into a real girl every Tuesday on Fight to Level One. Uh, we broadcast live on AllGames.com, four thirty Eastern, nine thirty Greenwich Mean Time, one thirty Pacific. We talk everything from TV shows to movies and mainly video games. And you can find me every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, on allgames.com on the B-Team podcast with Ryan, uh, Eli, Normie, and sometimes Fred, where we talk games, tech, and movie and TV. And then uh, Thursday nights, you can find me on Knuckleballer Radio with Normie, Eli, and sometimes Sean, where we discuss just about anything. We kind of got into manscaping this week. This week. Hmm. Yeah, I it was not something I really wanted to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to to hearing. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we also do a lot of stuff on music this week too. So, yes. but, all right, all right, guys, uh, we will see you guys later this week, and uh, I don't care. Where the hell Lola is these days? Because I didn't see her in the base at the end of the episode. Whatever you do, don't touch Lola. But let us know if you find her. Talk to you. Good night, guys.
Bye. I'm out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is an interesting question, like where Lola is.